Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. <laughs> we are on the air. It is me, your host. It's been a little bit. Dr. Jesus. Uh with me as per always. What? Justin. Virgin Bat. Evangelista. Hello, good morning, good night. Oh, all would you turn into the Truman show? Yep, yep. Oh, very nice. Have you seen that recently? Yeah, no, I haven't seen it recently, but that's it's a good movie. Not as good as I remember the last time I saw it. I was like, no, no, no. no. Nope. When you watched it the second time bef- yeah. after this first time? Dave's getting anxious. And Dave Burles, Berlin. Let's get this show on the road, boys. <laughs> ah, I knew it. There it is, right? Hello. Oh, guys. Woo! Bro country, am I right? What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? I don't know. So Do you bro. jam on bro country, Justin? Bro, yes, bro. Bro the F out. Do you do you bro country? Yeah, dude, I love bro country, actually. I'm, I'm you know. It's quite a discipline of art right stereotype. there. Yeah. It is. It's quite yeah. a discipline. Wikipedia. He looks like he would. Wikipedia, the, the all-knowing, right, mm-hmm. defines bro country as a subgenre of mainstream country originating mainstream. in the second decade of the 21st century holy that is influenced by 21st century hip-hop mm-hmm. hard rock and electronic music lego many bro country songs more often than are not more often than not are about attractive young women mm-hmm. the consumption of alcohol yep partying of course and pickup trucks mm-hmm. something For, about a truck the, the consumption uh, of attractive young women group are folks like luke bryan Mm-hmm. Blake Shelton. Okay, yep. okay. Florida Georgia Line. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought of. And of course, Cole Swindell. Oh, my man. Yes, Cole. Is he good? Swindell. Yeah, I saw him here. He was awesome. Oh, that's the one that was in your uh, snap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was me awfully singing every line. <laughs> okay. Now, good. I'd like to sum up Bro Country with then sum it up. a little Swindell. Are you ready for these lines, Justin? Hit it. Here we go. Sipping on this seven and seven. Yes! Never been this close to heaven. Mm. Yes! Got her pretty turned up to 11. Yes! Dropping them dead on the dance floor. Yes! Somebody better call a doctor. Yes! She's a little heart stopper. Ooh! Yes! I'm talking breaker, breaker, one one niner. Yes! She's a flat liner. That's right. Yes. Yes. It was a very... I mean, it's deep, guys. So deep. It's deep, right? There's a lot there. That uh, was us snapping and clapping, golf yes, clapping. Yes, both, both. Jason Aldean says the term bro country, it's ridiculous. And he said he doesn't feel like it's a compliment. Nope. In fact, he said it's sort of a backhanded thing, you know? It's a backhanded insult. And he said he thinks it comes from a very narrow-minded listener. Ooh, that's harsh. I feel like that is the problem, though, too. Bro country needs to open the mind of the listener. They need to see some diversity in bro country. Bro country. That's where Sam Buck steps in. Sam Buck. That's right. Who who is this guy? Sam Buck. Word. Who is he? He's the gay king of bro country. Gay king. That's right. 
That's right. Is that self-proclaimed? That Oh, no. That's proclaimed around the world. Okay. Gay king of bro country. Uh, so, I mean, how good is the definition of Wikipedia when they're saying bro country songs more often than uh, not are about young, attractive women? Think again, Wikipedia. How about young, attractive men? Not with Buck. America! You don't believe me. Just ask Fader Magazine, who gave him the gay king title back in March. Wow. That's right. Fader. That's right. There's a gay bro country singer. Um, he's got his new album out, Borderline. And I got to be honest, it is a straight bro country. He's broing it out. More like gay I'm, I'm bro a, country. Oh. Well, yes. That's right. Anyways, I haven't heard... What Jason Aldean thinks of Sam Buck yet. Sam Buck, baby. But I'm pretty sure Bro Country is going to start expanding his horizons. I'm I'm Team Bro Country. Are you Team Sam Buck? That's right. Sam has what we need to do. Have you listened to him? I have. We're going to have to listen to it over the break. I've listened to Redo. Yeah! It's burning things up. We're going to have to to redo it. burning things up. America! Uh, He's got what we need to do, though, guys. He's broadening minds. That's what we need to do. That's what our show needs to do. It needs to broaden minds. Broaden the spectrum. Are you ready to broaden things, fellas? Open it up for me, dog. Let's broaden everything. All three engines up and burning. Two. One, zero, and lift off. All right, guys, we've got <laughs> a very good show. Hmm. We've got, oh man, we've got segments. We've got segments on segments. Of course, we have segments. Including, where in the world is El Jefe? Man? Of course, of Can't course. Wait to find out. He's been all in. He's been all in Bean Town this week. Work. He's getting close to home. He's he's working his way Come down back the to East Daddy. Coast. Oh, come back gonna home. We're going to have that celebration party right here with the moldy cheese. It's uh, geez, mm. yeah, you guarantee it's moldy now. That's cheese and maple that. syrup, actually. Yep. We've also got some great music from the one, the only lettuce. Some real jazzy, funky stuff right here. Hey, hey, Mr. Jesus Coombs on the bass. We Jesus Coombs. Before the show started, it's gonna rock it out. Can't okay. wait. We're gonna have Jesus on the show soon. It's gonna be good stuff. Jesus. Uh, guys, are you ready to start where we start? Would yes, sir. Yes, face? sir. Let's okay. get the first one going. Happy birthday, Mr. Do you have a good this batch? Is a, this is a rough list. This is a rough list. Dang. Now You always I, do this to us. I will be very impressed if you get these first two. The, second, the third one, I somewhat expect uh, you guys to get. Actually, I think it's the second one. I think I put it second. Why do you do this to us? This one, I'll be impressed, though. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. First birthday suit, born June 6, 1993, in Hyde Park, Chicago. Mm. He went to Whitney Young Magnet High School and met Chance the Rapper there. They were both rappers in high school. Oh. Our birthday suit wearer liked rapping so much he formed a band, a rapping band called Kids These Days. In 2009, in 2015, Kanye West released a song titled "Wolves" that featured our birthday suit wear. Hmm. You got it? No, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> it looked like you were moving towards. I've yeah. got it. No, I'm, I, I'm almost moving towards there. Go, go. Okay. Keep going. Keep okay. going. Jeez. Uh, he also recorded a song, "You Mad." 
featuring our birthday suit wear, Kanye did. In 2017, our birthday suit wear released his first studio album titled The Autobiography. Sweet. With the lead single being Wings, featuring Pharrell and Saul Williams. Name that birthday suit wear. Hmm. Dang. I have no idea. He's my age from Chicago rapper. Okay, I'm going to give you the initials. Uh-huh. VM. Vic Mensa. There it is. Nicely Vic done. Mensa. Nice. Nice I've never heard sure, of this man. guy. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I wasn't sure if you were going to get He has that one out. good song on the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, he's he's a, uh, he's a pretty good rapper. Um, and he he uh, says some pretty philo- philosophical he gets stuff. Deep. He, gets he does deep get really raps. deep. You know, he's one of those sort of, uh, I guess what you would call more of a, a lyricist, more of a, a, a like theme yeah. rapper. Yeah, uh, Kendrick Lamar uh, sort of deal. True, um, true. I could see that. Anywho, guys. Happy Are birthday you? to him, 25? Yes. That's right. Very true. Same age as Dave. Hopefully. Not yet. One more month. Oh, Ooh. Oh, man. Party it up, Vic. Party it up. Yes. Guys, are you ready? Come on now. Rib these headlines. Rib Come on it. now. And now, the news. Guys, <clears throat> there was a lady <laughs> in England who thought she was getting six inches. Hmm. Of what? Found out she really only got four and a half inches. Of what? Oh, that's sound familiar. Still enough to satisfy. Of who? <laughs> yeah! It happened at a Subway restaurant. Dang. Oh. She ordered a six-inch sub. When she received the sub, it looked far too small to be six, in a, six mm-hmm. inches. That's what everyone says. So she went Word. back to her office. To me. She pulled out her ruler. Measured it. And sure enough, four and a half inches. Inches. She posted it on social media, letting folks know she was shorted by one fourth of a sandwich. That's right. Of course, Subway was quick to respond. They said, since their restaurants always bake fresh bread, sometimes you find irregularities in the size of the bread. However, the sandwich she took a picture of does not meet their bread requirements. Nope. That's crazy. Dude, those. It's so funny when someone posts one of these tweets and then there's like. Hey, like Subway will say, mm-hmm. hey, how can we help you? Da, 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 like very gotta automa- jump on. They gotta be. They gotta be representative. And then the people company. just go in on them because they suck. I wonder if they really do help though. What I, do they do after that? Well, I'm surprised they didn't make the excuse that it was cold in that Subway restaurant. Shrinks. Shrinks. Ah. <laughs> that happens to me, but in every climate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, and you know sometimes they they cut they, the, they, they cut do. it too. You can see it's not even half the time when they cut it. You're like, yeah. dude, that's what? Yeah, no. like why? And you know they they always give you the smaller end. They're you cheating know. you. Yeah, that's a fact. Are you saving that one for yourself for mm-hmm. your lunch break? Yeah, you saw that. You're gonna get that. Fatty turd. What? Guys, best handwriting in the world goes to came out the award. I'm guessing this was only yeah, for uh, third graders. I think it was only for third graders. Best third grader in the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it beautiful? It was pretty nice. I'm yeah. not going to... I mean, you know, he's a third grader. He's got some... He's, he's it got was a dude? Work to go. Yeah. It oh. was nice. Even better. What? Mm. It was a dude. Win for us, males. Edbert Aquino. Oh, shoot. Edbert. Oh, what an the, awful name. Yeah. <laughs> Edbert the Great. Edbert he, uh, he Aquino. He had this to say about the uh, award. It's all about concentration. Hell yeah! I ignore all the other things going on. Like, I hear a noise. 
I turned my head back. Oh, this is not a game it's for It's just him. me, the paper, and the pencil. Focus. Now, Edbert won $1,000 for his school. Wait, what? What? And 500 for himself. Okay. What? I mean, still, the school gets more. Yeah. What? It wasn't his. It wasn't the school's product. he gets product. the title. Yeah, he gets the title. Now, Edbert, this is what he had to say about the money. He said, I will for now save it. For college. Because something might come up. Nice. That my parents uh, need. That's wa- oh, that's wise. I might need something. So I'll True. always have that money in case. Good job, Edbert. Right? So f- selfless of him. Edbert, getting it done for the family. Family man. Yes! You go, Eddie. Yes! Uh, guys, fairly simple news story here out of Mulberry, Florida. Mulberry. Where's that? It's in Polk County. We've talked about Polk. Oh, we, we enjoyed some, Polk County. Got some interesting stories from Polk. <laughs> There's a lot of meth going on in Polk. Mm. Is this another one? No. This one's uh this one's interesting though. So a guy drove into his driveway mm-hmm. and he happened to see a thief coming out of his house. Oh. Uh, the supposed thief had his hands full of <coughs> stolen goods. Wow. Uh, of course the homeowner said, Hey, what the f are you doing? Uh, the thief dropped the stuff and ran off. Right? Uh, he then called the cops. Cops came, investigated. He didn't move mm-hmm. anything, you know, just in case, evidence, whatnot. Uh, the cops came, investigated. They looked at the items the thief had dropped uh, when he ran. And uh, turns out uh, the thief uh, had some of his own mail along with the stuff that he was Stupid. stealing. Stupid. <gasps> you have to get your information mail. on it. So they didn't really have to, you know, investigate too, too long. Much They're work. like, should we just go to this? We probably have his address. They uh, put in the name into their computers. He already had a warrant out. Mm -hmm. Um, But then this is the thing that I really noticed that was interesting. They looked through the stuff that he had stole. Typical stuff. Speakers. Electronics. Mm -hmm. And then the homeowner's deodorant. Huh? What? Ew. Freaky guy. Dude, you're going to swap pit germs with this guy you don't even know? Mm. Just find some money or pawn something and get some new deodorant. Not What's two not and one? Stick. No. Weird thief. That's his, pretty gross. By the way, I didn't put his name down because, you know, I'm not usually a big namer. but uh, Just drop it. His first name was Jason mm. with an E. Mm. Like G-E? O-N-E. J-A-S-O-N-E. Jason. What? Don't know, man. Uh, Don't Jason know. Jason. Mm. Justin, this next story affects your fake dad that I made up for the show. Okay. Blaze Evangelista. Let's do it. We always remember him as the great python hunter. Mm-hmm. Well, they recently changed the rules for shooting pythons. Okay. What's the rule now? They can now shoot pythons. Oh. oh. That's right. Before, you had to just catch them. Blaze has been the old school guy. He yeah. used to catch him with his hands. It's humane. You can't do. You can. You can now use a shotgun. Apparently. Why? In uh, across the United States. In the Everglades. That's a fact. Well, that's where they're pretty much all located. The mm-hmm. invasive species pretty much been contained there. So uh, roughly halfway, uh, roughly halfway through the article, it says uh, they've killed more than a hundred pythons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that seems like a fairly small number. Let me check out how many pythons there are. It's estimated there's tens of thousands of pythons in the Everglades. Wow. Wow. Now, I mean, I don't know how much adding shotguns is going to help to that. I've got a pretty great solution. Okay. Hmm. 
hear me out. Here we go. Florida Panther, right? Mm -hmm. Critically endangered native species. We've only got like 240 of them right now. Okay. We get a group of them together. We teach them to hunt pythons. Oh, okay. That would be cool. They, you know, like maybe we give them some great recipes. So they'd be like mongooses on steroids. Exactly. Huge mongooses with mad claws. That's true. Right? They're crazy. Maybe we teach them some great recipes, That'd how to prepare awesome pythons. To watch. You know, make them a little bit more appetizing. That would be good. Maybe that would expand their population. You know, it's another food source. Pythons go down. Panther numbers go up. Win-win. Thank you. Exactly. Dang, man, you're crazy. I'm just Submit saying. that. You, I was gonna say, have you told anyone this idea? We just gotta get. We just gotta get in front of the Panthers. We gotta take out the middlemen and talk to the Panthers, Panthers. Are scary. Nah, they're good. What? Don't worry about them. Huh? Uh, Dave, this story's gonna infuriate you. Why? It's about harming puppies. Wow. Yeah. Don't get me started, Doc. Don't uh, get me started. A lady was driving down a road in Richmond. Went mm -hmm. out of nowhere. They see a car in front of them. A gold Saturn. Commit that to memory. Who drives a gold set? Yeah, what the Whoever. F um, but uh, they throw a puppy out the window. Holy oh. shit. A seven-month-old pit bull. No. Right out the window and sped off. No. Now, I'm oh. no expert on how to get rid of dogs. Nope. But throwing it out a moving window seems like really low The lowest of the low. You're the lowest of craps and... <laughs> Perhaps give it to a friend. Perhaps try the Humane Society. Or even at the very worst, stop the car and open just let the it door, go and push the dog out. You but know? that's kind I mean, that kind of sucks too. That's oh that's definitely Yeah, but you're mean, not gonna hurt the but dog. But at least you're not initially hurting the dog. Initially that's the key word here, you still hurt the dog. On the Facebook page of the news outlet that posted it, it mm -hmm. had a picture of it and it had this caption. It said, uh Picture uh, is puppy thrown out from moving car in Richmond has fractured shin, mm. and a hundred and one people liked it. What which the? Just reminds me, we need better options. Yeah. On what? Like we need a button that says this story deserves attention or something along those lines. Mm. Not because it just makes. Because it just thinks one hundred one people like. like yeah. oh, we love when dogs get thrown out windows. So weird. But don't worry, dog's doing fine. They He's get adopted. Fine. He's walking fine. Uh, and I'm sure I didn't hear anything about him getting adopted, but I'm sure he will be. We should adopt it for the show. Yeah. Have it like our own dog on Good. the show. Could do it, but you could use a dog. dog. You can use a dog. Or what do you guys say? I'm lonely. Yep. Yeah, you're right. It'd be a good running partner. <laughs> uh, yep. Fellas, it's been a while. Hmm. You know what we do? A record. Record. Ding is ding what ding. We do. This one involves Snoop Dogg. Sweet. Oh, is this the? I know. It. Can you smoke at one time? No, it doesn't. It's the biggest gin and juice. It is the biggest gin and juice. I saw that article. At Bottle Rock Napa Valley Music. It was actually pretty big. <laughs> oh, it was, was big. It? That's what she said. Along with Bigger Warren than G. They created the largest gin and juice cocktail with over 180 bottles of Hendrix gin. Holy. 154 bottles of apricot brandy and 54 jugs 
of orange juice. Apricot brandy. this gin and juice. And, and the Guinness Book of World Records fellow was already on hand, so it's already been awarded. Wow. Largest gin and juice awarded to those guys. I wonder how long it took to drink it. How big was this? It was on stage. It was as yeah. big as them. It was, a, it was a glass as big as them. I want to say as big as that. What? But I maybe My wider. bookshelf. Justin yeah. is pointing to a bookshelf. Yeah, a bookshelf. Way, bookshelf. Like a seven-foot bookshelf. Um... Yeah, so he's got to, you know, put it on Snoop's record, world record. It's pretty cool. It's pretty nice. It looked tasty. Um, did he drink out of it? I'm going to be they honest, They did drink though. out of it. Uh, that looked like one of the least gangster uh, audiences I've ever seen. Well, Snoop is becoming like less gangster and gangster over the year. It was like an affluent white person sitting there like, mmm, lovely. They're having cocktails on the Lovely. Brandy. Cocktails on the stage, everyone. Mm, well done. Well done, Snoopus. Well, well done. Nice. Mm. Fellas, you know what's an interesting group of folks? Us. We are. Uh, televangelists are also an interesting group of televangelists. Folks. Televangelists, yes. These are the ones that are on TV. These are these are the uh, Jesus loving folks yeah. that are on, on televangelista. TV. That's my last name. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now I'll tell you a really interesting fella in particular, Jesse uh, Duplantis. Duplantis. I have no clue. Name. I've never yeah. seen this guy before. He's getting a little blowback from the media. A blowback. Um, I don't really see why the media is getting all riled up. He simply asked his congregation to pay for a $54 million private jet. Yeah, that's all. Not a big deal, right? Not a big deal. Now, I know what you're saying. Million. Seems like a little bit much. It is a little bit much. But he's had four other planes. And he quoted this. He said, I've just been burning these planes up. For the Lord Jesus Christ. For the oh Lord. He's been God. flying through the air. That's that's how they'll get anything. He then capped it off. He said, I really believe that if Jesus was physically on earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. Nope. Think about it for a minute. He'd be in an airplane preaching the gospel all over the world. <laughs> I see your point, Jesse. Two things, though. One, I'm pretty positive if Jesus Christ was on the earth, he'd be transporting and flying without a plane around the earth. That's right. The dude was able to walk on water. He was able to turn water into wine. You, you think that he'd have to get on a Concorde to go six hours across the continent? No. Probably not. He'd be not. like, check this out. Wow. And he'd be in and he'd New be York there. and he'd be like, whoa. That is cool, right? Second, there's a big difference between you preaching the gospel and Jesus preaching the gospel. That's a fact. I mean, I'm sure your congregation would be able to front the money for Jesus. I mean, who wouldn't want to see him preach, right? Yeah. But for you, it's like being with your friends and being like, come on, guys, you got to pay to see this concert. It's Kevin Federline. He's going to wrap his whole album. True, true. From start to finish. The tickets are $200. Then when everybody complains about the tickets being two hundred dollars, you're like, "Oh, come on, guys! You'd pay for it if it's Tupac, right? Come on!" No, it's Kevin Federline. You are Kevin Federline. Yeah. Jesse Duplantis. Oh, gosh. 
You are Kevin that's, Federline. That's a pretty bad you're insult. The Kev, you're the Kevin Federline. <laughs> hey, we celebrate Kevin Federline. Here. We did. We, we had his admit, birthday the other he's day. Not, other he's just week. not Tupac. Okay? We just got to admit that. There's a big separation. He's almost. No. Mm. No. He's. There's, I try to give it to him. There's a lot of levels. Yes! But, guys, <laughs> we are going to have to take a break. <laughs> we are going to be back on the show. Right now, we are going to take a listen to Lettuce as one of his newest jams. Right off of Witch's Stew. This is a little bit of Miles Davis here. Miles Davis. It's a little funky. It's a little play. But this is right now off of Witch's Stew. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. Guys, we are back on the Doc G Show. If you missed any part of the show, Justin, what can they do? They can check out the podcast. Okay, guys? Where's check the, out the... Where's the podcast? Check It's it's on... Uh, well, I'd look at my SoundCloud. podcast. SoundCloud. And then you can go on your podcast app if you have an Apple iPhone. That, yeah, what's, what's the website? DocGShow.com. Yeah, there you go. That's where you can get and that Instagram. podcast. And Instagram. Yeah, yeah, but I mean... You can, Anywho, I do the podcasted podcast. Okay. We are back to the best segment of the whole show. If you haven't listened to the show in the past five weeks, first off, shame on you. Second of all, you missed our best segment ever. And when I say that, that's setting the bar pretty high. Hello. There's a big competition. For pretty that. high. We've got this Hi. segment, Where in the World is El Jefe May? Hit the promo. Okay, let me bring you up to speed on this segment, everyone. Our friend Jeff May, who is a fitness and physiology expert. That's a fact. He wanted more out of his life. He wanted more out of his life than just Jacksonville. He decided this city not big enough for him. So he went out. He decided that he was going to put a couple things in his car, and he was going to see this great country. Get America all up in him. America. America. He needed more. So he went out. And he saw cornbread festivals. He went to Ghost Valley Ranch. He's been hailed on. What else? He's gone rim to rim at the Grand Canyon. And? He's went through Las Vegas. And? Determined that there were dangerously low amounts of strip clubs. What else? He's partied with Mormons such as Colby Ebanks in the Zion National Park. What else has he done? He's seen Crazy Horse. He's seen Devil's Tower. Don't stop there. He's seen Mount Rushmore. Keep it going. He's eaten wieners from Milwaukee. What? He's talked to the natives of Canada. Hello. And he's literally cut the cheese with local Vermontians. Hello there. He's traveled through 23 states, two countries, and 8,000 miles. And now, now this week, he's been in the home of the magical fruit. Beantown. Wow. Boston. Oh. Jeff, how was Boston? <laughs> Boston was uh, an experience in itself, I will say. Okay. How so? For entirely different reasons from everything else I've seen. Mm. Oh, Boston all right. was just a fight from start to finish. Okay. Um, parking. I realize parking's terrible, mm-hmm. but uh, if I didn't have my car, I feel like I would have enjoyed it so much more. <laughs> That's a fact. Now, I heard a big part of your trip 
was the Freedom Trail. Was that correct? Yes. Yes. That that's was my main goal in okay. Boston was okay. to, to hit up the Freedom Trail. Okay, there are 14 stops of exhilarating American freedom America! on this trail. Uh, let me ask you about a couple of these uh, stops. First one I wanted to ask you about would be, of course, the uh, the USS Constitution. Hmm. Did you see the USS Constitution? Hmm. If it was the ship, then yes. yes, I did see that. Very nice, very nice. The ship is still in commission, fellas. This it is. still goes out. Really? Yeah, they just sailed it two years ago. It's, that was the last time? Yeah, and it was made in the 1700s. Holy. Now, obviously, they've done a lot of renovations to this thing. Obviously. Jeff, you noticed a couple of modern New World uh, advancements on this boat, am I right? Oh, yeah. It's a good-looking ship. Yeah? Sexy ship. You heard it here first from Jeff. <laughs> Sexy. Uh, okay, let's talk Paul Revere. Did you uh, did you see the uh, Paul Revere? Uh, was it in a statue? There's there's a Paul Revere statue, and then there's his house as well. There's oh. two. Okay, okay. How'd you like the Paul Revere stuff? Hmm. Uh, the house was uh, pretty cozy. Okay. Had some uh, interesting tour guides in there. Uh, one nice. of them was very passionate about Paul Revere, I will say. I gotta be um, honest, Paul Revere's always one that I question, though, as far as, like, like he, he rode once. Yeah. That's what he did. That's what he's known for. He rode once from Boston to, where'd he go? Concord, I do believe? Hmm. Was, uh, don't quiz me like this. I think it was know. Concord. But there there like, two other, there, there were multiple Freedom Riders. One dude rode all the way from Boston to Philadelphia, and nobody even remembers his name. What's his name? Israel Bissell. Holy. Yeah. Whoa. Maybe it's because it just didn't roll off the tongue Fun like Paul Revere. Israel but, Bissell. But yeah, I'd be like, like if I was Israel, I'd be like, really, really? I went like 200 miles. This 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 turd goes 20 miles down the road to Concord. Not even that. It's not about how long the and journey is. And they didn't is. even yell, actually. Yeah. They rode in silence. Silence. Yeah. Silent rider, midnight rider. It's good. Good jam right there, Almond Brothers. Solid. Nice. Uh, now, you also went to Bunker Hill. Am I right? Word. I saw the Bunker Hill Monument. Nice. Did you uh, uh, curse you some can... Brits while standing on top of the hill? I did not, but uh, you're allowed to... Well, you get a ticket, and you can run up to the top yeah. of the thing, which I didn't do because I saw a bunch of little kids running up there, and I just did not want to get cornered in there. Yeah. Yeah, kids do make me uneasy. I, I see where you're coming from on that one. Uh, how about Fenuel Hall? Did you go to Fenuel Hall? Fenuel Hall? Yeah. Hmm. Is that a church? Nope. No, that's... No, it's the one with all the, like, rest. It's a market. Yeah, it's a market, yeah. Uh, I can't remember, honestly. <laughs> it's it's like a weird, like, it's, you, it's a long, narrow building, mm -hmm. and on each side is a vendor, and most of it's like... Oh! Are... It's something similar. It's like the Quincy Market, something very similar to that. Because it was there's a Quincy Market, which is literally that, and then there's a story above it that has like, like there was like a clothing store. Oh, uh, maybe it, I'm getting the a mixed bottom up. was all vendors left and right, as Wait, far as you can see. Wait, never mind. I mix it up with Quincy Market. I think. Well, no, no, Fenuel Hall is supposed to be that as well. 
Okay. It's the cradle of liberty, which ironically was created by a slave trader. Word. Uh, Seems a tad ironic with that name. Scary. And actually, that's why I brought it up is because what? they're they're, uh, they're trying to get the name changed. Ah, uh, true. So that's true. why I was like, oh, maybe it's already been changed. But to I don't Quincy think Market. We're talking two no, different things. We're talking. Probably. We're talking two different things. Old State House. Yeah, did you we're see the two different things? Did you see the old state house? Hmm. I don't think I saw the old state house. Oh no! Or not remember seeing it. It's an old building. In fact, it's like one of the oldest buildings in America. The old state house. Jackpot. It seems really out of place in downtown Boston. Faneuil Hall is right next to Quincy Market, though. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Oh. I'm pretty sure they're very next. Those to two markets are hanging out by each other. All right, hey, could you turn your car around, Jeff, and go back and and look at both of them and report on us? Uh, for them. I can give you the details. Okay, thanks. Please. Good. Please go back and do that. Turn your whole trip around. Let us know what those two markets are doing. Now. Uh, as far as the Freedom Trail, what was the best part of the Freedom Trail? What would you have? Uh, there was hmm. a drunk fella who was <laughs> in front of Paul Revere's statue. Nice. Giving like a history lesson about statues. Let me guess. It was spot on. Yeah! All accurate. I couldn't even tell you. I didn't look it up yet. <laughs> um, but he said if they have two legs up when they're on the horse, it means that they fought in battle. Mm. And then I don't know if it also meant that, but I'm pretty sure Paul Revere didn't die in battle at 82 or something. No, no, he didn't. So I think it means they fought in battle. But this guy was going on about statues, and I couldn't help but hang out and listen to him. <laughs> Finally. And then I heard he was wanting money, so then I ran. <laughs> you could have just told him that you you didn't have any of that available to you. But that was oh. that was just as poor as he was. Yeah, exactly. So you also, along with the Freedom Trail, you went to a Bosox game. Am I right? Oh yeah. Woo-hoo. Okay. Roughly how many thousands of Yankee suck chants did you hear during that game? Hmm. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> because we weren't even playing the Yankees. We were playing the Blue Jays. That doesn't matter. Nope. For Boston fans, that really That's doesn't true. matter. I'm actually amazed that you didn't hear one Yankee suck. That's they surprising. They made fun of people for wearing jerseys of people that weren't even on the roster anymore for the Red Sox for some weird reason. What? That sounds like Bostonites. What? Yeah, that sounds and, about uh, right. It's a retro jersey. Yeah. Did, but it, if you were wearing a Ortiz jersey, you were treated like royalty because... Did anybody come in with a Babe Ruth uh, Boston jersey? Because that'd be funny. That'd be pretty daring. I can't remember if I saw anybody with that. I was too in awe of the how many people there were on a Wednesday afternoon. How? I mean, was it was it a sold out game? They always Hmm. just about. It was crammed in there. Man. A lot At of people working hard on Did Wednesday. you sit on the green monster? Hmm. No, that I want the seats that I got were off in right field. The mm-hmm. seats for the green monster were like three hundred dollars. Mm. Tough. It was yeah. sick to sit up there though. Now catch a home run. Maybe Jeff, you <laughs> are now headed towards the home mark, am I right? Word. That is the goal. Very nice, very nice. So you currently are in Maryland. I believe so. Honestly, okay. I've lost sort of where I am. You're so you're so fast. You don't even know where that car goes anymore. But I think the last sign I saw was Maryland, and I'm also looking at a guy with a Maryland sticker on his car. So I'm using that as gospel. Sweet. To determine where I am. That makes sense. 
That makes complete sense. So, Jeff, now I heard you are, uh, you climbed this morning? Hmm. Climbed this morning in the gunks, yes. In the gunks. Word. What does that mean? The heck? It's, it's, uh, I forget the whole name of the the state park, but it's, uh... Renoki. Which state are we talking about? Hmm. In, I want to say New York. Okay. All right. All right, how was the climb? Hmm. <laughs> it was good, but uh, we thought we would get up and down in just a, a couple hours. Yeah. And we ended up hitting behind a pretty slow-moving group, oh. passing them, Losers. and then we got caught up in a storm. So then we had to hang out for a moment, and hopefully it let up, and then it didn't. So my partner decided to push onwards, and... Uh, we somehow managed to get to the top. And now, I just rope jug. Now, when I uh, text you, um, were you literally on the side of a mountain, rappelling yeah. on the side of a mountain? Yeah, we were My anchored God, in at a point. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> you were just out there, just yodeling on the side of a mountain, like, hold on, guys. This turd face Ben's texting me. Do, 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 do. Got it. Anyway, <laughs> threw it down to his friend at the bottom of the mountain. To catch it. Yeah, amazing. My goodness. So we're going to have the party for you, the homecoming party, uh, this coming week. I'm very excited. Very excited. <laughs> when you make it back, we'll have the moldy cheese. We'll have the syrup that is now aged into a fine syrup wine. Uh, it's going to be ew. great. The hell? Can't wait. Jeff, are you ready to do a birthday suit? Hmm. Yes. Ah, fantastic. Okay. If okay. I don't respond, just... We'll, we'll just know that you fell into a ravine, and we'll continue on in memory of Jeff. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Are you there? <laughs> All right, here we go. So born on June 6, 1992, in Central South Carolina, our birthday suit wearer went to D.W. Daniel High School in South Carolina. He played basketball, football, and track. He excelled at all three and was named South Carolina's Basketball Player of the Year by some media sources. He decided to pursue football, however, and went to Clemson University in 2010. He played three seasons with Clemson and then declared for the draft. Deshaun Watson. Nope. He was drafted 27th overall it's, it's, by it's Taj. Hopkins. Wait, what? By the Houston Texans. Oh, it's Hopkins. There you go. Who Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre. You did? He did say it. I didn't hear but that. But it was like, because I said. I think you said. Taj boy. Yeah, too, too loud. <laughs> I said no. Yes, he did. Jeff, did you know that one? I said DeAndre. You did? Okay, so you got that part. Name. Okay. You, you all, I'm sorry. You got overpowered by these <laughs> in here. I'm sorry. Well, well, I should have said Jalen Ramsey's son. Ooh, true, true. Uh, what is that, Jeff? What the Jeff, hell was okay? that? Is everything okay over there? Uh, yes, we're alive. Okay, fantastic. He's just breathing. Jeff, Jesus. I, I can't wait to have your homecoming party. It's going to be so good. We're, we're so I'm excited. excited to give you guys my syrup. Sweet. I can't wait until you write your memoirs about this trip. What should we bring, Jeff? What, what is something Silverware? you haven't had on your trip that you would like? Hmm. Deodorant? Uh, wait, what? Um, <laughs> sweet tea. <laughs> what was sweet that? Sweet tea. 
Sweet tea. Toothpaste. You uh, toothpaste. Oh, oh, you sick freak. <laughs> yeah, he's lost. I feel like I could smell it. <laughs> he's lost uh, eight teeth since I he's Oh, I ate I feel like I can smell it. Ew. Everything. Man. Oh, it's just so. Smells like America, Justin. You shut your mouth. Man, like America smells like this. I hate it. Great. Uh, great. Anywho, Jeff, we can't wait to see you, man. We are gonna see. Let's let's hit your promo sound one more time. Come on now. There it is. Okay, it's nice. Didn't you like that sound effect, Jeff? <laughs> Wait, what? Did God. You? Oh, my God. You smell. You Je smell, Jeff. Jeff, how excited, <laughs> real quick, how excited were you when you heard your new theme song for your segment? Hmm. I was amped up. Okay. That was the greatest thing. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Okay. You reek. Jeff, we are going to talk to you next week, man. Can't wait to see you in Jacksonville. Yeah, I appreciate it, fellas. Bye. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Yes, that is that is funky fresh Jeff. Funky fresh Jeff. <laughs> we will be right back here on the Doc G show. Hey, this Rock Montana, mucho yellow, and it's rocking yellow on the Doc G show, and the trap I do wide open, you know. This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Fellas, it's pretty hot outside, am I right? Yeah, it's pretty hot. It's pretty hot it's in this room, work, and It sucks. Summer is upon us. Yes! I'm looking at the forecast, and I'm seeing a bunch of 90s. Yes! <laughs> Fellas, I hate to tell you, it's about to get a lot hotter in here. Ooh. Because... Because we're about to take some hot takes of history. Oh, Bam. heck yeah. HTH. Yeah. HTH. That's right. Hot, 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 hot takes of history. That is correct, guys. Hello, Hello. there, what do humans. I, what do I have on my face? It's a beard. That's a beard. That's right, a face forest. Hmm. Some oh, people may like call me a master bearder. Some have just said my face has a little extra mansolation. Mm, wow. Some folks call me Gandalf the Black. What the flip? Some people call it a crumb duster, a face blanket, a Wait, what? blanket, a chin curtain. Ooh. These are all what? names for the hair that I have on my face. Chin curtain. Let's Flavor be honest, saver. though. Oh, I like that one. Flavor too. saver, yeah. That's for both beards and mustaches. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest, though. A beard can hold some special powers. Yeah, I would never know. And, and no, probably not. Sad, wispy beard. If that, you know, you may have a wispy beard. <sighs> Anywho, guys, this sucks. I started thinking, why haven't I seen a recent president with facial hair? Yeah, I want to take That's a step true. back and mm -hmm. look at the relationship between beards and presidents. I like that idea. HTH beards. Hot, hot takes of history, fellas. HTHB what? Fellas, it's been 105 <laughs> years beards. since we've had a president with facial hair. How long? Can we guess who was the last one? Guess. Um, I'm going to say Abe. 
This is the last president with any facial hair, not just beard, but any facial hair. Oh, any facial hair. Yeah. James mm. Garfield. Nope. Okay. Uh, no. Oh, t Teddy Roosevelt. He Close. had to be the last one. Guy what? After him. I don't know. Taft. William H. Taft. William Taft, yes. He Dang. had a nice, hearty, handlebar mustache. Did you like it? I liked it. It's been 125 years since we've had a president with a full-on beard. That was Benjamin Harrison. Mm. But from 1861 to 1913, we almost had constant presidential facial hair. Really? That's right. Were, were they real beards? They were real for almost 50 years. HTH. HTH. Hot, hot takes of history. Fellas, Abraham Lincoln was the first man to bring the beard to the White House. True, true. And we have Grace Bedell to thank for that. Grace Bedell. Grace was 11 years old, and she sent Abraham a letter. And she said, if you let your whiskers grow... I will try and get the rest of my brothers to vote for you. Nice. You would look a great deal better because your face is so thin. All the ladies like whiskers, yes. and they would tease their husbands to vote for you, and then you would be president. That's right. That's that cool. That really happened. That's actually pretty cool. Grace was kind enough to let Abraham know he's ugly. What? Yep. Put some beard if you on Just his face was thin. And you guess what? It looked good for him. Yeah. Have you ever seen a picture with him without his ha facial hair? Yes. It yeah, looks it looks good. awkward. It's not good. Nope. Yeah. It's a thin face. It's weird. It's there's, there's as do most of us look bad without. Beards. But he puts the beard on, and you're like, man, that that's a that that's guy, why Mary Todd loved you. That guy can lead my America! country. H T H H T H. <laughs> of history. Fellas, thanks to the folks at PollDaddy.com. The free We Daddy. know who had the best facial hair in the presidency. Who was it? It was Ulysses S. S. Grant. Oh, he did have a good beard. He had a solid he had a solid Dave beard, I'll say. It was very Dave. -esque. I did see yes. Uh he came out with twenty percent of the vote out of everyone that had facial hair. There's a lot of diversity. Uh, not only that, but he had the hairiest cabinet as well. That's a the fact. most members of his cabinet also had beards. The hairiest cabinet. Yeah. His beard, like Abraham Lincoln's, though, may have came around because of ladies. Say what? Mm -hmm. During the Mexican War in 1846, he was writing letters back and forth to his soon-to-be wife, Julia Dent. Sweet. Okay. And she wrote him a pretty steamy letter. Ooh. Pretty steamy letter. That said she had a dream that oh. featured a Grant with a beard. Oh, my. Bob Saget. Whoa. Four months that's, later. That's dirty. Grant was sporting a pretty long beard. Holy smokes. That's right. He heard that sexy letter and he said, message received loud and Got clear. it. Letting it grow now. Face curtain is on. Face curtain. HTH. 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 <laughs> Takes of history. Guys, the next hot take doesn't have to do with the president's beard, but someone associated. The vice president. Nope. <laughs> the wife. Ew. In the first lady. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to point out any specifics of who could have that one. Hello. Uh, in 1961, during the first year of John Kennedy's presidency, the CIA created a plan they called 
the Cuban Project. Beards. What? It had all sorts of plans to overthrow the government of Cuba. True, true. One was actually to contaminate Castro's clothing with thallium salts to make his beard fall out. Wait, what? What? Really? If I was JFK and they literally brought me that, I'd be like, what What the crap have you been doing with your time? Stick what, to the Bay what of What am pigs. I paying you for? What is the beard salts? What are we doing here? The I don't beard care if salts. he's bald. Get out of here. HTH. HTH. Takes of history. Hello. Fellas, the last president to sport the full beard was Benjamin Harrison, as I said. Yes, sir. The main reason no one sported a beard after that was because health officials started to say they believed pathogens and bacteria that could kill you lived in beers. Girl, come on. Pretty gross. Especially tuberculosis. Oh, TB. God. They Girl, come on. pointed that out time after time, and time so men around the country time. started shaving their beards. Oh, man. Well, in 2013, researchers swabbed the beards of 408 men and then swabbed the shaved faces of 408 clean-shaven folks. Mm -hmm. The clean-shaven folks were three times more likely to carry harmful bacteria on their face, such oh. as MRSA, which oh. was found on their face. Gross. So out of us, Justin is That's right. the, he's the carrier. He's carrying horrible pathogens. Stay away from me, you. It's not my fault. I can't do anything That's about true. it. It isn't his fault. He has to shave his wispy Asian hair. This sucks, it's man. It's very thin. It's, it's wispy. Uh. Another Another study found that bacteria found in beards closely closely resembles the beard or beard what? closely resembles the bacteria found in intestines. In other words, healthy bacteria is found in beards that protect its host organism. I love oh, it. I can That's see right. It. You can think me and you have a, a force field around our face. Yeah, yeah. You, basically, you couldn't even touch me if you tried, Justin. Exactly. This sucks. HTH. Of history. Even though Benjamin Harrison was the last president to have a consistent beard during his presidency, back in 1948, Harry Truman took a trip to Key West after the 48 election and grew out a goatee and some other beard shape. Say what? Whoa. He jokingly referred to it as his Jeff Davis. Mm. Probably not the best idea to refer to a guy that was tried for treason huh? on the government that you run. But, you know, whatever. He had a beard, so whatever. He can do whatever he, he wants. He had a beard. Truman shaved it, though, when he came back to office. Oh. Come on, Truman. Grow a beard. Grow, Grow a beard. up. Grow it. I think I think it's t safe to say, guys, 2020, beard's coming to office. Yeah. You think so? There's somebody with a beard out there that will rise up and go to the president. Hopefully. It needs to be you, Doc. You think? Yep. I don't know. Nope. Seems like an awful lot on my shoulders. I can't really handle that. Nope. You it know, I can't you. really take care of myself. So, I mean, That's true. we got 300 million people. Mm. Nope. Mm. I got to clean my condo before I can take on things like the president. Yeah, a hairy cabinet. Yes! That's true. I can't get a hairy cabinet. You'll be in the hairy cabinet. Yes. Justin, you'll be the non-hairy member. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Let, take it. Let's take a listen to some more lettuce. Yes! This is lettuce with Phyllis. Here we go. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. Phyllis. 
Welcome back to the Doc G Show. Guys, I mean, El Jefe. Yes! I mean, Hot Takes of History. Yes! I mean, could we, got we have it all. any more great theme songs than we already have? Justin and I need one. You do still need one. Mm-hmm. I will come up with one. Yes. I don't know if you noticed, I told you before we started the show, that theme song was based off of Rockapella's version on Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Did you ever see Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? I watched, I mean, maybe one or two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave and then there was board it. games. It was before your guys' time. It yeah. aired 91 to 95, but that's where... I know there was a lot of board games about it, too. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. It helped you with geography. Yeah. Where in the world is El Jefe May? That was all me, by the way, in that. I know, that was we impressive. Know. That was all me. Highs, lows, Let's tenors, make a theme song for us Sopranos, now. bass, it was all Yeah, bass. you had like the uh, metronome going yeah. on with yourself yeah, that as was a me. metronome. That's right. It's amazing. 100 beats per minute was what I did that on. Wow. I listened to it before. Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah, ex- really. <laughs> That's a fact. Great theme song. Anywho, guys, it is time for the last birthday suit. Let's I, kill I, it. I told you this is going to be the hardest I'm pu- I'm putting my faith in Justin. Yep. All in Justin. Um, I'm putting my faith in him. Why too. me? This is an actor. Because I don't have I'll a go beard. Go ahead and tell you this. This is an actor. Okay. So you know, you know actors much more than Dave knows actors. I know no actors. Dang it. So here we go. Okay. Our birthday suit wearer was born on June 6, 1967. Oh man. In New Haven, Connecticut. This is interesting stuff here. I didn't know this. His dad was the president of Yale University. Oh, wow. And eventually the commissioner of Major League Baseball. What? Say what? He ended up going to Yale. Our birthday suit uh, wear went to Yale. Who would have thought how to get in? I have have no no idea. idea. Uh, He was interested in theater and English. Uh, He acted with Ron Livingston, who also went to Yale, and Edward Norton, who also went to Yale. While at Yale... He, uh, he tried out for many plays, acted in many parts, but he got his big break in 97 when he played Kenny Rushton in Howard Stern's Private Parts movie. He went on to play in Big Mama's House as John Maxwell. He played in Planet of the Apes as Limbo. He played in Cinderella Man as Joe Gould, the trainer. He played in Parkland as Abraham Zapruder. He played in The Amazing Spider-Man as Rhino. Amazing Spider-Man 2 as Rhino. He played in Straight Outta Compton as Jerry Heller. Oh, it's Paul Giamatti. Yeah! Oh. Look at that. My goodness. Wow. Well, you had me at the Rhino. I just had to make sure with a nut. You had to, con- Paul, I had to confirm the, uh, that. The, uh, Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, That's Jerry Heller. Nice. Man. Dude. I was, I was thinking. I was. No Vaseline. I was oh. thinking, man. He... I was like, Justin's gonna know this random. I mean, he's not random. He's got some. He's pretty, pretty famous good. Parts. He's a very good actor. He's very You've trained. Seen him before. Uh, I always Paul Gasolina. Paul, Paul Giamatti. Paul Gasolina. He's not a Daddy Yankee song. Oh, I love this guy. Yeah, he's a he's a good. He's good. He's good. I remember him. Big Fat Liar, right? Yes. Also in Big Fat Liar. I I always remember him for uh, John Adams, the miniseries on HBO. Oh, he was John Adams. John Adams. Yeah, yeah. But Paul Giamatti turning the big five one. 
I do believe. Yeah, five one. Sixty seven. Fifty one. Yep. 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 Very exciting. Nice. Jo- Paul Giamatti. Happy man. birthday. That was a good pool. Very proud of you, nice. Justin. Very good pool. Thanks, man. Thanks. Okay. Guys, it's been a fantastic show. Always uh, a good one. You know, I mean, it was just all trio and, of course, the addition of El Jefe. Yes, May. sir. But it felt good. It felt right. Always. Also, like great, the first time. great music from Lettuce, obviously. Lettuce. Loved him. Uh, Jesus Phyllis. Coombs is going to be on soon. Can't wait. We're going to hear from him. We're also going to hear from White Denim coming up Sweet. very soon. That will be in two weeks. Can't wait for that. Denim, denim, denim. After Memorial Day, we can wear white pants now. That's true. If we follow the code of good dress. Fashion. Yes. And bro dress. culture. And I make bro sure country. that my country. white pants are always accepted. Bro country, white denim, that goes together. You guys know. I always make sure my white pants are proper, right? Yeah, looking fly. Because I wear them all the time. Mm-hmm. Seriously, mm-hmm. I wear a lot of things besides gray and black. Nope. It happens nope. all the time. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, guys, <laughs> it's going to be a great show next week. I can't wait. But Let's until then, it. we got to shut things down. Oh. Yeah, that was the shutdown. That was a good one. I have been your host, Dr. Jesus. With me, as always, the co-host with the mostest, hmm. Justin. Virgin Bat Evangelista. See you later, folks. Thanks for watching. Huh? And listening. Mainly listening. Watching. And the other co-hostess with the mostest, Dave Burles Berlin. Yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Woo! So good for the imaginary watch fest you guys got going. <laughs> Woo! All right. Until next week, zip it up and zip it out. Zippity-doo-dah, baby.